0: This This is is your dose dose of daily daily market market wisdom wisdom with with master Master trader, Trader Nick Nick Santiago. Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to inthemoneystocks.com. Welcome. This is your daily dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. I'm Kerry Lutz. It is 10, 4, show number 327. So this morning, it's Monday, and tech is under pressure, Nick. Yeah, everything's under pressure, but tech especially. NASDAQ is
1: down over 2.3% as we speak. The NASDAQ 100 down about 2.4%. It is ugly out there. Uh, Bond yields are obviously a little bit higher today. They're only up a little over a basis point, but it doesn't matter. Technology seems to be really, really lagging. And and right now, I I have to say stocks like Alphabet, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, they're all down sharply. And uh, again, it looks like any time yields tick up just a little bit, the selling pressure just comes into this industry group. And I would avoid technology right now completely. I think um, yields have a long way to go to the upside, even though I don't think they're going to take off right now just down the road they will and um i have to say i would just avoid tech at all costs and you know even get short if you get a setup on the charts
0: all right so we got to talk about nat gas here it's something that you and i talked about we called it long before it happened once we saw it start breaking through four bucks and then eventually hit five we knew uh, this was the uh, this was the commodity to watch it uh, had a pullback, two pullbacks last week, uh, broke six bucks on the downside. It had been up to 629. that's on the nearest future and futures contract. So now it's back at it. Again, it looks like it's getting ready to break through six again.
1: Yeah, it went up there, uh, got pretty close. Right now it's sitting at around 585. The one thing about gas that everybody should know is that the bigger time frames are long in the tooth. But what it did last week, it worked off an overbought condition on the daily chart. So that's why you have to watch all of these different time frames. But you had those two pullbacks, and they were pretty big. Um, especially even on even on friday we had a very good pullback but yeah if nat gas can base up here like this and even stay in a little bit of a range it could make a move uh basically go up and test that 2014 high and that was around uh, 650. Gets through there, the next real big level is going to be the retrace of 50%. And that is going to be all the way up around 750. Uh, after that, the next big level is nine bucks, and that's your 618 retrace. So there's, you know, still some big potential for NatGas gas to go higher. The fundamental backdrop, obviously, in Europe, is tremendous. Um, these people are paying $25, $30 uh, for NatGas, gas. And and, you know, I, I don't know if that's gonna stop anytime soon. In the short run, though, um, if you get another pop, you probably got to see some kind of a pullback because it's still very, very high on the charts near term.
0: Hey, and in 2014, we had that so-called polar vortex where basically the uh, all of the states except Florida turned into like skating rinks overnight. That's right.
1: <laughs> That's right the polar vortex. I do yeah, right. remember it. Uh, I was in Colorado at that time and we got hit with this, what they call an Arctic blast. It was like 20 below. Um, but yes, I mean, that's, you know, if we have a very, very cold winter too, that, that really is going to put a, and I'm not talking about in the United States, but more so even in Europe, because um, talk about supply chain disruptions, they got a supply chain disruption in that gas.
0: Hey, Nick, if we have the slightest cold winter in the Midwest and in the Northeast, it'll zoom past 10 bucks. There's not even a question about it. Uh, it's going to shoot up because what happened, and it affects everything. I've written about this. You just got to go over to financialsurvivalnetwork.com and look at it. But what has happened in uh, the natural gas space, and I read a paper by a guy who is the head of the Natural Gas Association attorney, is that uh, years ago, when we were growing up, the utilities and the pipelines would have 20, 30-year take-or-pay contracts with the gas producers, This uh, didn't serve them well, especially the producers during the energy crises of the 70s. And the trend since then has been for shorter and shorter contracts, which means that your electric rates are going to skyrocket and your home heating all that much faster than it ever would before. You might have three to five year contracts now. So just get ready and then, you know, the pipelines and the producers will will hedge into the futures market and the options market, but the net result is going to be higher prices for everybody.
1: But we've been saying either way, um, inflation is here to stay, and it'll be here for the next four or five years. I think these prices are going up regardless, and uh, the same goes for copper, the same goes for everything else, and when gold makes its final descent, it's going to have its big move too, and we haven't even seen that yet. So, Um, you know, the writing, in my opinion, is on the wall. And I think all commodities can go higher, especially over the next few years.
0: Well, you've got an actual what I would call a triple whammy coming, maybe a quadruple whammy, like the uh, quadruple witching hour. And that is, you've got a government that uh, is anti hydrocarbon, canceling pipelines right and left leases on federal land. So thereby helping constrict supply, then uh, at the same time, if we have any economic growth, and even if we don't have economic growth, Nick, you will see demand go up. and yeah, then, well, Let's, and let's then, not
1: forget the canceling of the pipeline, too. Yeah,
0: right. That's what I said. They're canceling pipelines right and left. Idiotic. They won't let them build them in New York. And then add to that the declining purchasing power of the dollar, and you've got a prescription not just for nat gas, oil, and energy – But for many other commodities, including copper, the triple whammy of the commodity super cycle is almost upon us here. And it's going to be bloody, Nick.
1: Yeah, it is. And and these are all products and commodities that people need to live their everyday lives. This is not something that, you know, you could put into, uh, you need to put into your computer or your tablet for it to work. This is, the, you know, people need to heat their homes. They need to fix the piping in their home. Um, these are the things that people need to survive. And that's what what um, I I think a lot of, uh, of the talking heads in the financial media forget, uh, you know, when they say transitory, transitory, transitory. Well, it's not transitory if you need it to live. And, um, you know, these things are here to stay and it's unfortunate, but this is just a sign of the times in this upside down world that we're living in.
0: Yeah, well, in Florida, generally, we use nat gas. Uh, m- most homes don't even have it. They use electricity in Florida. But we use nat gas for cooking, heating, drying our clothes, and that's it. And we have very little heating in- required in Florida unless we get cold snaps, which happen every couple of years. I mean, I've gone years without putting my heat on, Nick. But, you know, I'm spending 40 bucks a month now. I expect it fully to go to 100 within the next three years easily and uh, electric will go up probably 50 percent in the next five years it's it's baked in the cake here Nick
1: it is and I agree with that I agree it's already baked in the cake because I see the bills every month myself and I already see the the increases and these are not the big increases yet no. so you it's, know that that's yeah
0: they're still on the contracts.
1: That's so, right. And w- when the big increases take place, people are going to be in for a real sticker shock, and that's happening, and um, that's going to affect the economy, especially when we get into
0: 2022. And uh, and uh gasoline at the pump. Expect to pay 5 bucks because we've got this glorious electrification future that's being uh, peddled like uh, snake oil to us. And don't get me wrong, I'm a proponent of electric vehicles. I just uh, think they create... Almost as many problems as they supposedly solve, but uh, gasoline, uh, same deal. No pipelines, no drilling on federal lands, all these things, got to cut down supply. We've already seen it happen. Uh, the one countervailing force that actually is good is that because of higher oil and gas prices, more drilling on private lands and higher production, uh, tens of thousands of not gas wells, dry gas wells, had been shut in for close to a decade, now they're going to be opened up again. So that'll help a little bit, but higher energy costs baked in the cake. So Bitcoin looks like uh, it's, it's uh, doing something here, huh?
1: Yeah, Bitcoin is really hung in there pretty well. In fact, Friday, it had a really good session. And one thing I will say about uh, the cryptos in general is that, you know, they're very, very technical. And we talked about that psychological level for 40,000. I said, as long as it holds, this can live to fight another day. And, you know, here we are, Bitcoin not having its greatest day today down about three, three and a half percent. But overall, still above the 47,000 level right now. So keep that 40,000 level on watch. If you cut through there, the next drop takes you to about 26, 27,000. Right now,
0: no problems really with it. All right. So precious metals, they were up on Friday. And what is going on with them here? They're getting, they were getting slammed. We have an upside. Uh, you know, Nick, yeah. I hadn't looked at the price. Both of them <laughs> were getting slammed on the spot. Gold is up 620, upside reversal. It, it I think they'll still force it down by the end of the day. And silver's up 10 on spot, so... What is happening here?
1: Gold has had well, gold has had a really good reversal today. So gold started out a little bit weak. Right now, as we speak, gold is trading up uh, about ten bucks right now. So that's at around seventeen sixty eight. And then you have silver futures uh, up about a half a percent, trading at twenty two sixty six. So overall, um, good little move for the the gold and silver market. And I'm also seeing a little bit of a move in gold miners today, which I haven't seen at all. Gold miners are up almost two two percent on the GDX. 1.85% right now as we speak. The junior miners are up over 2% today. So that's a good little pop. If they can hold this into the close today, um, gold is talking to us a little bit that it may want to make a little bit of a bounce. Longer term, don't love it. Shorter term, I think it's uh, it, it's drawing a little bit of a line the sand here where it could make a little bit of a move higher.
0: I know what the charts are saying, Nick, but my gut feel is uh, we're approaching the winter of our greatest discontent. And gold will be the beneficiary, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not one for timing. I'm not a trader. I'm the first to admit it. I don't have the trader's mentality like you. And I'll just have to see what happens.
1: Well, when I look at the chart, the daily chart uh, resistance point for, for gold futures right now is around 1810. If you get through 1810, you could work your way up to 1870, 1875. That is going to be a big, big resistance area, which will need a lot of work to get through. So, I mean, that's the technical picture, but um,
0: good day today. We'll take it. All right. So, hey, as far as nat gas goes, you a buyer or a seller at these rates?
1: I would not sell NatGas here at this point, but if it does climb a little bit higher, I think for a trade, I'd probably be a short seller for a few days as I think it will need a pullback. But at the moment, NatGas still has not hit my upside objective. I think um, at this stage of the game, you probably got to look for 650. I think that's where, really where the bullseye is, uh, is, is
0: located. It's baked. Yeah, for sure. Just remember what they call... Uh, Nat gas and the pits are what used to be the pits. Now they're virtual, which is the widow maker, because, you know, basically when you're predicting nat gas prices, forecasting them, you're predicting the weather, whether you know it or not. <laughs> and, and that can have disastrous consequences, which is why you should play it with tight options there, right?
1: Absolutely, you do it with the options market. You risk your premium, and that's the best way to go about it. Because when this thing goes parabolic, it goes parabolic. Just look at a past chart and just go back through all the years. I mean, you know, people forget, but back in two thousand and five, and this is way before the oil crisis in two thousand eight. Back in two thousand five, natural gas futures were fifteen seventy eight. So you know, that's just goes to tell you where they can go when they go parabolic
0: and parabolic they do we know that and we like those parabolic markets because it's always a lot easier to pick that peak right you can pick it's, that peak pretty good
1: yeah once you get to once you get overly extended your trick to picking that peak is to do it with an option give yourself some time on the clock and uh, just wait it out
0: yeah well i kind of look at uh, the not gas options now on the uh, the calls as kind of almost a black swan uh, call
1: well, you can look at it like that. I think that's actually a good way to view it. Um, when you look at a ass chart, which is what I try to do, because everything for me is in the technicals, um, you know, I watch those levels, carriers. as I've said on this show for years now, when you break through one level, you're going to test the next level. And that's all you got to do is find those institutional levels because they tell you everything.
0: All right. And on that note, to uh, go over to InTheMoneyStocks.com, Nick's site, see how he's been beating the averages for decades now. The Twitter feeds at itms, at nicksantiago01, and at Kerry Lutz. Your emails always welcome. We'll get to uh, we've got a bunch of them in the hopper. We'll get to them later this week or early next week. KL at kerrylutz.com. That's it for today. We'll talk to you on Wednesday, Nick. Thank you. This This is is your dose dose of daily daily market market wisdom wisdom with master Master trader, Trader Nick Santiago. Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to inthemoneystocks.com.